Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of... Hate the Town Podcast, episode 159. What's up, bro? Dude, check it out. Look what your friend has done to me. Your friend Dave Oliver, you know what I mean? What was, I forgot what Dave Oliver, man. Master um, of cheesesteaks, man. And cards, right? What's, what's his Instagram again? I forget. Uh, hot Hand Sports Cards. That's, that's one of his. Hot Hand yeah. Sports Cards. They, had, they sell these uh, baseball trading cards at the baseball field where my son plays baseball. And since, you know, my son's been doing really well with baseball lately, I've been, been buying these damn things. So I, I decided I'm going to uh, open. Ooh, I was going to do this right. on the last week, and I forgot to just, you know, I get going so well, fast I, sometimes I forget. I actually have the pack he sent you. So uh, I want to get those from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still got to get those to you. But, dude, I love this, man. This is like a, uh, you know, tradition now, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. What do we got here? We got, what do we got? Danny Mendici. I don't have any idea who the hell that guy is. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, we got another picture. Mike Clevenger. Um, let's see. Clevenger. Alex Gregney, I guess. Don't know any of these guys. <laughs> Dude, I wish um, we were bigger baseball fans, man. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Lazardo. Jesus no idea who it is. Lazardo. Okay, um, he's a Peruvian baseball player, and he currently Christian Javier. He's in the A's. Okay. Christian Javier. Okay. Um, Fernando. Oh, I got another Fernando Tatis Jr. Dude. Ooh. All right. All right wait. Here's the thing. What he what he basically what Dave told me is that you know every single one there's certain ones that are like Olson. gold ones. Matt Olson. Okay. Sean. Manea, no idea who he is. Uh, Errolis Chapman. Damn, dude. I wish we were No idea who that is. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo King, no idea who that is. From Milwaukee. Um, we're going to have to consult Dave to see if any of these are uh, any good, man. But I know every single pack. Manny Machado. I, I think yeah, I've heard of Manny Machado. Um, let's see. Let's see. Patrick Sandoval. Yeah, I think I've actually heard of Patrick Sandoval before. Well, Miguel Rojas. Okay, well, Manny Machado plays before. for the, the Padres. Yeah. Milwaukee Brewers as a team card. That's interesting. Nice. Any of the signed or anything like that? No, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Well, shit, man. That's... We're going to have to consult Dave to see if any of those are any good. But, hey, man, I want to ask you, any updates well, on the dude, movie? Fernando Tatis Jr. That's uh, – I remember him having uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. That, um, that he drew for us. So, um, interesting to see they have these two cars together. Yeah, another Padres, man. Hell yeah, dude. Short stop. But, uh, yeah, man, if you, if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about – Check out the episode with Dave Oliveri, Hot Hand Sports Cards. We learned a lot about the whole card world that day. And what he tells me now is that actually Target, they don't even sell uh, sports cards anymore because um, it was so popular. People were lining up. People were beating each other up to take all those sports cards, man. And uh, they said, no more. We're not in the sports cards business anymore unless you're wholesale. So uh, he was right, man. Shoot. So uh, check this uh, postage out. Okay, what, what is that postage? What are we looking well, at? Well, basically, it came from across the pond. We okay. got a, uh, uh, some mail, basically, from, uh, from across the pond. And I'm going to open it and check it out. 
what do you call these unboxing? Uh, we'll do this. Yeah, man. Oh, you got cool. a little bit. Okay, so it's uh, this guy's got great uh, handwriting, by the way. I can't show you the name on or the address or whatever, but uh, <laughs> Pogo goes by the name of Pogo. This oh, is, uh, Pogo. Yeah. And uh, he sent a, uh, a pack you know for uh, both you and I. I know and, he's a, uh, the show, man, and a prolific artist, man. Hell yeah. He says, hi, a small token of appreciation for James and you, that'd be me, for the hard work uh, to entertain us doing the podcast. Take care, Pogo. Dude, that makes me feel so good, man. Pogo. Isn't that nice? Look at that. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much for listening, man. And uh, the sticker pack. I'm going to open the sticker pack. Dude, I, love when, I love when the listeners send us like stuff, man. Because, like, you know, we got sent, Dave sent us the, uh, the pack of cars, man. And there's a lot of good ones in there. And then. Uh, mine! Those are mine! <laughs> yes, they are yours. And I do owe them to you. My bad. Man. <laughs> Hey, when you come through uh, heading to San Diego, maybe bring them with you then. Hell yeah, I will. All right, so uh, this is like a, almost like another trading card uh, reveal here. Yeah, very nice. Wow. A very uh, sexy blue lady sticker. Some, uh, some shoes. Some nice shoe stickers. Hell yeah, man. Dude, these are sick. All right, I'll, I'm going to trade you the cards for these stickers, man. <laughs> you better. You're not going to get them unless you give me the damn cards, motherfucker. <laughs> But hey, man, I want to ask you just updates on the movie, man, because I heard this thing is uh, rolling along, man, and uh, I see our guests in the waiting room, too, so let's hear a real quick update before... Uh, um... Um, yeah, dude, we're... Uh, looks like the, the wife is going to be heading over to Budapest, Budapest in uh, about a month or so, and then I'll be heading over there right around July 4th, but the twins, because they each have a small, very small part in the oh, film. Oh, nice um i'll be shipping some uh, stencils over there that i've cut and that i will be cutting in the next week or so and uh, then i'll be over there for about six weeks i think man. um something about terrence howard yeah yeah they just got terrence howard in for one of the wow parts. man i mean i gotta tell you it's hard out here for a pimp man you, you know what i mean hustle <laughs> <laughs> and flow is like an amazing movie man so Dude, absolutely, yeah. uh, dude! Congratulations to Daniela, man, and and yourself too, man. Yeah. Real cool stuff, man. But uh, dude, I see our guest in the waiting room today, and I don't want to keep him waiting for too long because this dude is a G, man. I love yeah, his absolutely. Uh, I think yep. he goes by Phyllis Lunchbag now, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and Phil let him in. Though. Yeah, I, dude, I've seen this guy's work ever since I got started. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, man. For over ten years now, I've seen stuff in the streets. So, a lot of respect. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues To the song playing on the radio Welcome, yeah. Philip. How you doing, man? Hell yeah. You <laughs> like David Bowie? That Bowie? Yeah. That Bowie, come on now, awesome, man. dude. Welcome, Philip. Man, hell yeah! It's you know, part of Asian American API Heritage Month. Man, we wanted to have another you know, Asian American artist on, man. And uh, who other better than Mr. Philip Lumbaugh, dude? How you doing? What's for lunch, lunch bag? It's me, Phyllis Lunch Bag. That's exactly what? what I wanted to hear, man. Hell yeah, what's going on, man? How How's it going? You dude, know, man, thank you. It is finally, tonight's. Asian Pacific Islanders out there, you know. Uh, it's nice to finally see you and meet you, man. Yeah, virtually. How's it going? How's oh, it yeah, going, man. everyone? <laughs> Welcome to the show, man. And like I said, you know, teaches just before you came on, we were introducing you. He said that, you know, ever since he's got started, man, he's seen your work up in the streets, man. And, you know, you are mm. an OG inside mm. the LSR Gallery community, man. Wow. So, you wow. know, it's an honor to finally have you on the show, man. So, uh, um, I've never seen you in person. I've, that's why it's like it's nice to see you, dude. Because I had no idea what you looked like or anything. Uh, you know, I had no idea what to expect or anything. Now you were saying, what? Um, where are you from exactly? I'm originally from Sacramento. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Nine one six, little town Elk Grove, in the outskirts. Nice, nice. Well, okay. 
Mm-hmm. And then uh, mm-hmm. but, well, you, you guys are too kind. Play. You guys are way too kind. Oh my goodness. OG on the streets. Come on. Well, then, I just remember seeing your work uh, oh, up on a, uh, I, I believe it was right across the street from the uh, Waco, Waco um, uh, soap factory. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. The, the Give Love, the, the Japan yes. one. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the last the time I saw it, everything. I give wrong the first time. You still give? Put an extra E on there somewhere. And then I had to I had to buff it out myself. It was hilarious. <laughs> you know, the last time I saw I mean, your work, brother, yeah. is I was actually we were actually doing a few episodes of Paint the Town podcast out of the container yard. And um oh, word, had, a, word, had a mural word. inside there of your little character, man, which we will get to today, man. Um, but uh first of all, where are you joining us from today? I and mean, you said you're from Sacramento Sacktown, but uh where are you joining us from today? Yeah, uh I'm coming live and direct from mid city La California, Los Angeles. Oh yeah. Um I'm in my little uh my little condo. Got got my boys behind me. He's got some sexy gundam toys. Man, right I tell you what, it, those oh, are they're, they're transformers, transformers, okay. but you wow. know what I'm saying? Hell yeah, uh, man. Dude, you you I would have been. Let me just hold on. Let me just say this first of all. Happy. Nice and orderly. Arranged. <laughs> you gotta Beautiful. keep the boxes. You gotta keep the boxes. Oh you know my gosh, dude, that's awesome. Are those an open? It's all about the art. It's all about the art. You know, that's the fucking. That's the the geek in me. You know, it's like the the packaging. You know, all that shit. I love it. Love it. That is amazing, <laughs> dude. I and I love how yeah. you got how you taking care of them and you got them nicely placed i've seen places where people shit's just thrown everywhere and it's kind of like oh it hurts it's, it's I, I got like a routine you know i, I get the, the duster no. oh man trust me it's nice. one it's one thing to have a collection a collection it's another thing to maintain it you know what i'm saying yeah. exactly absolutely that's, man. that's where i'm at these days so now now those just before we go into your art, man, your transformers in the back, man. Are you one of those dudes that keeps in the box and just never, you know, just keeps it on display, or do you actually like carefully take it out of the box? You, you know what I mean, like. Oh yeah, I, I keep the box. I open them up, play okay. with them. When I'm done, put them back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, dude, you'd have been my you little home. I would have been like, dude, can I be your friend when I was a kid, man? Jesus Christ! I'll be You're your so- best friend, man. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, that's, that's all, this is all that really is, you know what I'm saying? It's just like nostalgia. You're just trying to capture that moment when you were a child. And I mean, I, I just love, I love everything about it. You know, we could have a whole podcast about Transformers if you want, but like, you know, that's, that's a, a whole nother episode. Hey, we'll, we'll get into, we'll definitely get into Transformers, man. <laughs> I, I, Wait, we, like to, we like to get into all kinds of influences because we like to try to get people to understand how, how you arrived where you are. You know what I mean? Like, what, what were gotcha, your influences gotcha. and stuff like that, you know? Um, so just so our, our uh, listeners understand, and I can't tell because uh, whatever nationality you are hides the fucking age really well. Unlike, the, like, I'm 60 and I'm, all, you know, I'm 52. Um, how <laughs> old are you, Phil? I am or approximately this year. 35? Yeah, 35. Okay. 35 this year. Uh, I'm a Filipino by descent. My what kind of Filipino? Hold on, real quick. Are you Tagalog? Are you Bisayat? Are yeah, you... Tagalog. What? Okay. Look at my Tagalog, man over here with yeah. this shit. What the fuck is? I don't you even know, know what man. that is. Wait. Hey, his thing, man. You know, you know, it's just a uh, you know a part of the there's there's so many parts of the Philippines. You know, my dad would often say like you would go to the next village and you wouldn't even understand a word they're saying because it's <laughs> oh, like the dialects differ that easy. You know, there's. There's maybe like a thousand different dialects. Like Tagalog is like, it's it's the uh, homogenized language. It was like, all right, you know, the uh, <laughs> the U.S. is out here. They they made our place a base. They need to understand what we're saying, so we need a national language. And that was what uh, Tagalog was, you know. And yeah, man. I mean, there's seven thousand islands in the Philippines, man. So uh, you yeah. know, there's a whole bunch of different dialects, man. And uh, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I, I grew up in West Covina, Phil. So I, I grew up a lot of Filipinos, man. Oh, you know, I've been eating Jollibee, yeah, going crazy. to Seafood City, yeah, man. My, my fiance is from West Covina. Guess what? She's Filipino. So. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm Chinese, Dude, I'm man. Newsflash: She's Filipino. <laughs> I, I'm just something's blowing my mind about the Philippines. Like you know, you always have, like when you're growing up, going through school and everything. Um, there were times where I had to draw the map 
you know, the United States, you know, and know the, the yeah. states and shit. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine. What is it like? Um, <laughs> I don't think we have. Philippine kids growing up in the, I mean, how many of these islands do they got to fucking know? I mean. You know what? I don't know, because I was born here. I was born here. So what, what's interesting about that. Have you ever like, been to the Philippines? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Philippines is tight. Philippines is tight. You know. Well, you when were you over there? So, I mean, when I was like in my 20s. But here's the thing. I'm, you know, for lack of a better term, one of the most whitewashed Filipinos. You know, I don't even know Tagalog. <laughs> you know what okay, I'm saying? Okay, like, okay. I, I, I was born, I, you know, I was raised to be assimilated into the uh, American culture. You know what I mean? Like, we had an American <laughs> flag waving outside our shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hell yeah. I love I loved G.I. Joe's. I was I was in it, man. You know, uh, Force of the July. Dude, that was my shit. You know, and uh, so it's not until you're really older and then, like, you know, your elders start dying off and you don't understand a word they're saying. You, you kind of like, wait a second. Like, <laughs> What's going on here? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anything, but yeah, I, I was out there in my twenties, and like I was saying, leads me up to my point. I need you. I needed a guide. You know, I needed to be with people that knew what they were doing because I, just like you know, you, I had no idea what I was in for. Mm. You know, because like you know, I'm I'm a American born and bred USA boy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I love K Swiss and and Polo Ralph Lauren too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that was me. That was me. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I feel you, man. Yeah. I feel you. You know, so, so basically, tell us a little bit about, you grew up in Sacktown area? Yep. Okay. Yep. How was that? raised Sacramento area. I mean, it's a melting pot. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's a lot of influences from, you know, the Bay Area, Vietnamese culture, Black culture, Mexican culture. You know, in, in my high school, I think, you know, uh, the minorities, it was like 50% minorities to, you know, 50% white people. So okay. it was just like a, a good mix of cultures and everything like that. And, you know, I, that's how I grew up, you know, maybe that's why I felt like I was so Americanized because this was kind of like, you know, in, in a sort of a way have all these different Were you cultures. ever picked on or bullied or anything like that? Uh, I mean, a little bit, but I always considered myself more of a loner until I kind of really figured out what my role was, you know, um, and then you know, I like just blossom like a, like a, like a flower, you know, okay. and then, like okay. I spread my wings and, you know, I am the, like the person I am today, you know, hmm. um, yeah. And, and that's what SAC is. And, you know, everyone's so loving, so so caring out there at least like the people that i fuck with you know um uh i i, I like to say there's a one instance where you know i was uh, at a wedding and people were like oh man you're so like you know because the thing about people from psych and me especially is like i don't have much right but whatever i have to offer like i'm offering it up for everybody mm. and to have a good time you know what i'm saying oh yeah so people were asking me like, wow, you're so generous and all this shit. It's like, you know, you think I'm the only one, <laughs> like, you know, come to Sacramento, you'll be treated like, you know, everyone's out. Well, there, here's the know, thing, man. Visit my family. The first thing they want you to do is like, come eat, take a seat, come eat, you know, like that's kind like of the where... opposite of Hollywood over here in LA. I was just about to say that basically. Yeah. LA is a different beast yeah. than Sacktown, man. Right. Oh, you know, tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> that that tell that, that groan tells it all, man. It looks like he just got a liver punch. <laughs> oh. Like, oh. I mean, you know the stories. Here's the thing, guys. I got a I got a lot of stories. I I feel like I lived a very blessed life when it comes to, you know, getting my foot in the door, meeting the people that I met, working with the people that I worked with. You know, it's just very fortunate to you know experience that but it happened at such a young age for me you know and uh i i often say that like i'm a recovering street artist you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like that that whole world where i where i grew up into because you know i'm not i'm not sure if you guys knew this but you, I, I went to college with um ernesto Llorena, you know and he got me my internship at obey giant and oh. I was like 19 when I moved to LA and I was working with like, 
you know, name dropping time, boom, like Shepard and all those fools. You know what I mean? Like, it's what it is. We were his interns, you right. know, and that's how I really got my start. And I was already like standing toe to toe with these giants in the street art game. Like, everybody, like, I think the, mer- the first time I met Shepard, like, I'm, it was at like a Jeremy Fish gallery at like Studio Number One. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, Man, these it, are it was just like man. surreal. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. surreal and like, you know, I I I was there when he was signing the Obama posters. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, I, he he took me he took me to London, took me to uh, New York, just as an intern. Like, trusted me, all that shit with with all this stuff. There's like a really cool photo of me and him like working on some big ass piece like that got published and like. Uh, like the Boston Times for like Boston ICA show, you know what I mean? Uh, nice. But you know, I, I had such a big ego. You know, I had such a huge. Oh my God! I, I, if I met myself back then, I, I probably would have hated myself. You know, it was just so. Like, dude, I'm a 19 year old kid. Like, I'm just like, oh God. Yeah. Oh, All right. Look at that. Baby face. You know, that's that's Shai Dahan right there. He's a good guy. Yeah, we just pulled you know, up a picture um, of uh, Phil and uh, uh, Shepard right here, and he look you look like a totally different guy, beardless, fresh face, man, no facial hair. Uh, Love that. You know, so young, so tender. You know. <laughs> uh, I mean, it 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 was it was an interesting uh, it was an interesting time, man, and you know. From there, like, like I said, I, I, uh, I thought I got, I was too big. You know, I thought I was too big for the Giants. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, so one day, me and Ernesto, we, like, quit. We quit the whole, sh- the whole shebang, you know? And that's kind of, like, what, what led me to do all my stuff. And the funny story about that photo was I literally quit, like, a month before that photo was taken. And I asked Shepard to DJ my art show um, like a few months before then. And then I remember, you know, get, getting on the phone with him. I was like, hey, man. He's like, yo, what's, what's up? You know, he's just like, he's more concerned. Like, he's my, like, street art uncle, you know? I'm like, he's like, what's wrong with you, man? I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, I'm just over everything with the whole bureaucracy, with the whole corporate shit. Like, you know, like, dealing with everybody. I was just so young and fiery. I, I didn't give a fuck about anything. I you love know, it. and I was like, I was like, yeah, man, it, it, that sucks that that happened. Uh, but uh, you still gonna DJ my art show? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that was that was the asshole I was back then. You know what I'm saying? And like, I really didn't care. What did he like, say? What did he hurt. say? Oh yeah, that's the photo. He was there. He DJed. Oh, see, you what know, a because guy. He's such a nice dude. Cause he's such yeah. a nice dude. And like at that time, I was like you know just so like manipulative and like you know cunning and just like using all of the resources that i had to get higher to where i wanted to go that's what you're supposed to do you're very harsh on your you're very harsh on yourself that's what you're supposed to do no 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 but but here's here's what's crazy here's what's crazy about it is you know uh and this is this is like a, a a topic that's very near and dear to my heart and you know I haven't really shared this with a lot of people before, but, you know, there was a time where I just really didn't want to paint anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it, it was like, I was just, I was just kind of really depressed, you know, about everything about, you know, this, this hustle struggling. Cause like, yeah, I was getting paid, but I was working, you know, like I was working my bones, working, to my teeth and nail like blood sweat and tears the whole shit you know and and you know just getting by and then um you know i got got the family got rent got all the bills and i'm still just like fucking 1099 like solo freelance artist doing my shit hoping i get at least like two shows a year two installations a year like at least sell like two grand a month on my fucking big cartel. Like there's all of these like things the that I was trying to do to, a fucking rat just race, to maintain, you know? And yep. then there was a moment in my life where uh, I remember this vividly. I was trying to paint. I was like, fuck my life. I, I need to uh, 
to make money. <laughs> like I, I literally need to make rent right now. And, and I'm painting. Quick sidebar, you said you had a family, you had wife, kids or anything like that? Yeah, you know, I, I, had, I had my first son when I was 25, you know? Oh, wow. And oh, then, man. And I have okay. like twin girls now. So I have three oh. kids in total. You have know? you learned your lesson yet? So, I mean, no, not really. So <laughs> He has twins as well, too. That's why. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, you know, another sidebar is, I'm going to tell you what, those twins were easier than <laughs> my boy was. <laughs> yeah, girls. Girls are definitely easy. I got a boy yeah. and a girl. The girl, piece so, of cake. My son. So Back to the story, so though, sweet. please. Um, yeah, and, you know, I, I remember I was trying to paint this bear, and I was, like, physically shaking. Like, I could not put this paintbrush to the canvas like I like physically couldn't do it you know and like that was when I was like oh my god like I just I really can't and then I started like you know finding you know work elsewhere like graphic design work and all that shit and now that I'm older and um I, I realize all this shit it's like you know what it was for me when I was growing up you know drawing was my escape you know what I'm saying? Like, how early did it start? How, how early? How early did it start for you? Oh my God! I've been drawing ever since I can remember. You know, okay. I, like Me my too. teachers all have always just, you know, called my parents up saying, "Your son is just drawing on everything. He's drawing on the test. He's drawing on the books. He's drawing on the test. Everything, everything. I drew. I drew. I I drew just to to escape my that Me reality. Me too, bro. You Me know? too. Yeah. To, to and then. And then, you know, that led me to believe like, oh, maybe this is a calling. This is my passion, you know, and then I did all the stuff. I, I met all the people, had art shows in like Newcastle, like what the fuck, you know, I'm like, what the fuck? And, and um, wait, Newcastle, uh, England, UK. Uh, yeah, UK. Yeah, UK. Okay. Where the beers there's man. a Newcastle in Australia, too. Just, you know. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that would be intense. Um, but so like I was <laughs> but saying. Dude. London, that's, I mean, you know, England, that's pretty fucking intense, too. Yeah. That's awesome, bro. Yeah, um, you know, it, it, it all is. It all is. But for some reason, it was like, why, why isn't it tight for me, right? Like, why isn't it tight? And then my, my realization was, you know, what it was is this escape that I had, this, this passion that I had to, you know, th this love that I had for something, I, 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 uh, I turned it into something else. You know, all of a sudden, this is what I need to do to eat. This is what I need to do to maintain my lifestyle. You know, this is literally my lifeline to the world I created around myself, you know? And, it, and then what else was there for me to, you know, look out, like seek out it, it for another, you know, hobby or enjoyment, you know, and it's or like career or whatever way to make money. You know, it's just like, I, what, what was, what was it, you know? Um, and, and then I decided, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to be like a full time, you know, graphic designer started working, you know, for some um, private label company in, you know, in uh, Vernon for a little bit. And then I started working for the hundreds for a little bit and all that stuff and then you know just still really being unhappy with like mm. what i was doing and then you know you go into the whole social media thing you know it's like you know i i know all these guys like i know what i'm doing you know and i know more people than them so why are they better than me type shit you know oh, yeah so, i understand that so it's like that that's a detriment too and then i was like man like why <clears throat> why why is it like this right like why do i hate art why do i hate this shit that like i really loved and and then i just realized it was just that you know like i i can't bastardize what i really love to do in in such a pure form mm. you know it, it that's that's my conclusion right yeah like so so for me right now like art and all this lunch bag shit, this is a hobby to me. You know, this is what I do to have fun again. You know, I'm not in the rat race or anything. I just had an art show. It's a completely different attitude right there, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, I got, I got the full-time gig now. You know, I got, I got the security that I, I, I need. 
Hmm. And now it's like I just see my whole outlook in the art game is just completely different. You yeah, know, that's it's awesome, just, man. I, Basically, I love, I think... I love all the stuff that I did, and, but I hated who I was at that time. You know, basically, you know I think I, what I was, you're it, describing. It, it, which, I'm sorry, what you're describing is the difference between an artist and an artisan. Okay, you 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 start oh, off as an artist. Okay. You know, because yeah. you're creating, you're creating something. But then once there's the demand for that one thing that you created and you're just replicating it and whatever, then you become an artisan and you're not, yeah. you're still doing a little bit of creating, but you're just doing it with that one figure, but you're becoming less of an artist and more of an artisan. But when you took that element away and you made mm -hmm. your income, something that is something completely different that you allowed yourself to become more of an artist again, because you're getting to do what the fuck you want to do. Hmm. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. And not being pressured to I'm have a, to sell it. So let me ask, let me ask, right, something, man. Man. Let me ask something, man. Right. Now, like a lot of times this is something I struggle with, man. Like, you know, I'm a DJ, I'm a music producer, man. And, uh, you know, right. I, I don't, I don't do that as my main uh, source of income basically. And, you know, part of me mm -hmm. a lot of times feels like, damn, maybe like I'm not as legit because I'm not doing a hundred percent of that um in my full income so let me ask you man like now that you've been on both sides of the fence man like uh what do you have to say to that i mean like do you feel like uh you know you were being more legit back then or does it feel the same to you i mean that's a good question you know i and i'll answer it with i think it's different for everybody and i think it's different yeah. for the time you're in that situation mm. also right yeah you know I when agree. i was 19 working with the big boys, I thought I wanted to rule the world, you know? I thought I wanted to do all this shit, you know? And then as I get older and then I start like having different priorities and then, you know, I was depressed, man. I, I like, that was it. Like I was fucking depressed as an artist drawing these happy little bears. Like, could you imagine me depressed? <laughs> That's like ironic. These fucking bears. That's fucking ironic. It's <laughs> you know, and I couldn't make sad bears because, like, Luke Chu already has, has sad bears. I can't make <laughs> angry bears because Wobots has angry bears. So I have. <laughs> and it's just like, I was fucking depressed drawing these happy bears. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with Bro, me? I'm, sorry, I'm not course, laughing at you. Everybody. Just... No, it's funny because everybody, including my ex, was like, there's so many people out there that love your shit. You're in such a great position. Like, why do you want to throw that all away? Why do you want to just stop and do all this? And, you know, and, and I was just like, I'm fucking depressed, man. I'm fucking depressed. I get depressed, it, bro. You know? I get it. I I'm totally get it. And you know what? And I'll tell you a fucking secret. I'm not depressed anymore. Hell yeah. I feel great. Like, I feel great. Like, I love the art. Like, I love making art. You know, and yeah, it, it makes me smile now when I fucking paint something. Oh. When I'm like, fuck, like I, I'll just toss it on the store, whatever. Or I have this art show, you know, I'll just make some cool shit. You know, I'm out. And, and like, that's, that's all like I want, you know, for myself right now is like, I want to be in a good headspace. I want to be comfortable with who I am. And I just want to have fun again. You know what I mean? Because that's how it started way back when, you know, when I was just a young boy in elementary school, kindergarten, when like arts and crafts was my favorite time of the day. You know what I mean? Like, I want to bring it back to that mm. because that's what makes me happy, you know? Yes. And I, yeah, I'm just like in this whole like self-aware tip lately, you know, like 2020, like it made you like realize like who you are, right? <laughs> That's who, like it made you like, oh shit, like I gotta, I gotta fucking survive the apocalypse, man. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and now absolutely. 2021 is like being aware of that person, you yeah. know, and just being unapologetic about it. You know there you go, saying? man. So, like, I, That's well like, said I, right there. Well I, said. I have a lot to apologize for, for all like the past that, you know, for my past. But I, I have nothing to apologize for now. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm nice. doing my shit. You found the right attitude, like, man. It's awesome. You know, I'm I, I did the work, like I I I really, you know, just really try to find myself again, man, because I hit rock bottom. You know what I mean? And like that was not a great feeling. And I like I heard a lot of people along the way, you know, and a, a lot of people I cared about 
and you know it was just it was a fucked up situation and it was all a culmination of because i just was unhappy with who i was right i was still kind of latching on to the fact that i wanted to be this like successful world-renowned street artist i want these bears everywhere i want uh, the cartoon i want the licensing i want all this bullshit but you know what like all of that stuff just it it just man i don't know it turned toxic for me like yeah, it dude, just dude i totally understand you know, i didn't I even want to draw these fucking bears in the first place man it was huh, what you know what i mean what are you well, talking about well can we let's, let's start was, off let's huh. start off talking about the bears man because we kind of like jumped ahead a little bit man can we let's start off with like like that's uh, the way we like people. to do it here that's okay yeah yeah where, no where, where the bear like you know, you know, you see, you said you were like drawn as a kid, man. I'm sure you're doodling all sorts of characters, yeah. man. I love that fact that, you know, you come up with like so many cool characters, man. Now, the bear, man, like uh, tell us when that started um, in at least, you know, the first time you can remember it, man. What influenced I mean, it? I was definitely, yeah, I was still working with Shepard, right? And, um, you know, me and Ernesto, we were all, we were both making our own artwork, too. Um, but I, I didn't want to be as derivative, um, you know, sure. from Shepard's work. I just wanted to apply his teachings to my work where it's, it's repetition, it's stencils, it's decoupage, it's collage, but then do it my way. You know, I'm, I don't want to do portraits. I don't want to do, you know, uh, what do you call it? A political shit. You know, I just want to do. Doesn't sell very well. Neither do portraits. Some, Animals sell. Some, something, you know, I, and I was like, I'll just, you know, I'll just draw these bears. You know, I had a, this one idea. My whole thing, my whole campaign was I was going to do a series of illustrations. So like the bear was first and then I was going to do this other guy named Grimey McGrimerson. And then I was going to do like another one. But then uh, I don't know if you guys remember Daniel LaHoda, but he yes. was hanging around uh, studio number one a lot. And, you know, me, we, we showed him the stuff. He was like, oh, I could totally publish this shit for you. And I was like, oh, totally cool. And then so he did. And uh, basically in like 30 minutes, it sold out. Like 33 prints nice. for like 100 bucks each. And I was like, you know, I, that, that was the first of it. That was the first like, oh, so that's how it works. You know what I mean? Like, so I just draw these bears and money happens. <laughs> what, where I took thing, you know, it was, yeah. it was all based around money. Yep. You know, it was all. And then I, I, I said, nobody needs to see him right now. It's just bears, 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 woodland creatures, anthropomorphic animals, happy faces. People boom, love, boom, boom. people love animals. You know, and then at the same, and then at the like the same time, you know, taking, you know, Shepard's teachings and going out the streets, hitting up the streets, you know, with a paintbrush and a bucket, you know, just going everywhere. Um, repetition works, you know, his yep. whole thing. Repetition works. The, you know, the medium is the message, <laughs> all that shit, you know, and I was just trying to carve my own teachings, but like, I thought I, I you know, I thought I knew to like, I thought I knew it all, you know, so I decided to just like make my own way and do my own thing. And then, you know, like, man, I burned a lot of bridges back in the day, bro. I burned a lot of bridges. I burned, you know, I, I probably burned a bridge with, uh, with, I probably burn a bridge with uh, Ernesto. I probably burn a bridge with, um, you know, Bobby Hundreds, uh, Eric, uh, Eric from Giant Robot. You know what I mean? Because I was just this guy that was using these fucking, um, you know, contacts that I had, these resources that I had to just pull my, just keep pulling myself up and just like leaving destruction in my wake, and then. At, at, at a time when you bring it up, right, the whole Hollywood thing, it's like, oh, well, that's what you do, right? You're like, oh, but that's how you do it, right? That like, is. And you know, quick sidebar, yeah. them being in the position that they were in, having interns, you have to be prepared that at some point those interns are going to move on. You know what I mean? So that was, I'm um, hopefully, 
you know, that they understood yeah. that that was to be expected. You know, if they're going to teach you and if they did a good job, you're going to move on and do well. So they did a good job. Yeah. 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 I think now, so. if someone, I whoever think so, gets I mean. butt hurt, whoever gets butt hurt over this kind of shit that, you know, someone else's image turned, that's their own fault. You know, you know, yeah. here's, here's the cool thing, man. Me being like <clears throat> a friend of teachers and I have a, you know, a lot of friends that are street artists, man. I kind of like, I just hear about reputations. You, you, you know what I mean? You'll say certain names mm -hmm. and I'll be like, Oh, I heard of this guy, you know, and we're not going to drop any names right now or anything like that. But I would be like, watching. <laughs> exactly. Man. You, you know what I mean? I'd be like, Oh, is this guy shady or is this guy not? And that reputation tends to follow you, man. Okay. You know, and yeah. one thing, man, I've noticed, man, Phil, you're, you're super hard on yourself, man. Like, okay, you're like me, brother. Okay, I don't know, you know, you know, and, uh, you know, I've, I've never heard a bad thing about you on the street, man. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I think, I think uh, you're gonna, I think you're all right, first of all. You, you know what I mean? So, I, I yeah. love people are self deprecating that have humility. So, first of all, uh, dude, thank you for being so, like, honest with all that, man. This but, is uh, like one of the greatest episodes because a lot of artists need Oh, come to hear on this. now, guys. Come on now. Seriously. Guys. No, 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 no. No, we haven't. It's very rare. Put in my biscuits. Hey, no, I'm just, this is very rare that we'll have someone come on that will give the kind of, you know what I mean? Say that again, Teach. Give the kind of what? The kind of information that, that Philip is given here. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah, man. Um, in this type of thing. Thank you. I'm so grateful, man. Yeah, um, actually, to because be honest. I guarantee. This is going to help, you know, someone who is going through the same thing that you went through. You know what I mean? Someone's helping them out because so, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen people helping other street artists out, you know, and then they develop their own thing. And then that mm -hmm. thing all of a sudden starts doing well. Then all those people that helped them out are like, well, you know, all of a sudden he's off doing his thing. And I'm like, yes, isn't that fucking great? Anytime you see an artist yeah. doing good, believe it or not, that helps all artists. It helps all artists, okay? When artists do mm -hmm. well, you bring us all mm -hmm. up. Now, yeah, man. you know, yeah. as opposed to maybe what kind of experiences you had with these guys and, and whether or not maybe you were tactful with what you said, I have no idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. the basic idea, the basic idea of, you know, you, you, you know what I mean? They used you to help themselves to begin with. Okay. You were putting their stuff up. Okay. They used you. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, well, here's another thing, man. No, they have to know anytime you're going to help someone out. This is to, you know, whoever does help people out and does what whoever, you know, what um, uh, Shepard did for you. Just know and be prepared and be happy when whoever it is that you're helping kicks ass and maybe does better than you do. When I, when I came up with the stencil process that I, that I um, have been using for over 10 years now, um, mm. I wanted to share this with other people because um, luckily, if I would have been doing this when I was younger, I probably wouldn't have done this, you know, because I didn't have the self-awareness and, and like understanding and everything. But at my age, like 42 or so, when I started 41, luckily I had enough humiliation to realize that, you know what, it's probably going to be a lot better for this world and for other people if I share, I guarantee I know there's going to be better yeah, that I do it. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, guys like Wordsmith, yeah. I mean, use, teaches technique. So in, in a sense, it's just like, you know, and I would say, you know, Wordsmith like blew the fuck up. You, you, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it's like. I no, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm so happy. <clears throat> You know, and, and well, it makes me thing. look good. Yeah. <laughs> Here's another thing too, Phil, man. Like, you know what? A lot of artists, they're just like looking at you and saying like, hey, man, if I could only get an internship with Shepard, if I can only work with uh, Jeremy Fish, if I could only do this and that, then I'd be happy. And what, what you just did, man, is you shared some yeah. really, really wonderful insight in terms of an artist that has been through that journey, man. And like, you know what, to be, to have that, you know, honesty and humility to say, you know what, I was fucking depressed, man. I, I, I think that's yeah. fucking OG right there, He's, man. He's uh, Tristan Eaton, man. You know what I mean? Not everybody's fucking. <laughs> I look at that dude's you know, work so, and I go. Sometimes we're. 
I think I'm going to go do something else because he's obviously way better than I ever could be at what he's doing yeah. there. You know what I mean? I get intimidated by him. Tristan Neaton is an amazing well, not fucking artist. Like too. Not everybody's this and that, you know, but like that's, that's kind of what upset I was so obsessed about in my younger days. I understand. You know, I like, totally. I need to be, I need to be this bigger guy. And I was like willing to honestly do whatever it took to do, to get there. And then, you know, it just didn't feel good. It didn't feel good. And now, like I got, I got the corporate gig. You know what I mean? Like I got the, the the security and and I I have those stories to tell and uh, I just uh, I could and do you it. Got I gotta tell you, dude. And, and you got the fam you. too, man. And you got the fam oh, too. Oh, what a beautiful those family! Right Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know awesome. what? I'll tell you. Dad, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's how awesome, many, man. How many uh, yes. artists? You know what Dad I mean? Crew. <laughs> Even like myself, man. I mean, you know what? It's like sacrifice the fact of having a family just so we can make some strides. You're a provider. In, in the you know world I mean? of art, You go man, from being so. a survivor to a provider, yeah. it becomes a whole different story. So, yeah, you know, I, dude, I used to think. When I was young, I thought I wanted to be rich and famous. You know what I mean? I, I was, possibilities yeah. came up for doing modeling and acting and all this shit. But then luckily, Ooh, luckily okay. I learned just My enough. Bad. I learned just enough that, you know, what happens to a lot of these people, you know, and what would probably have happened to me, you know, and it just, yeah. you know, and then the desire to be rich and famous faded. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta like, be good at being famous if you get, too. If you're rich and you famous, know, guess I, what happens? What happens? What happens when you're rich and famous? Yeah. People want yeah, shit yeah, from yeah. you. What kind of friends <laughs> do you have? Real friends or just friends who are oh. riding you, right? So, yeah, That's man. something to think. Yeah, Phil, what's on your mind? You know, right? I didn't. I didn't want it. At the end of the day, I didn't want it, dude. That was my headphones. But, but that was it, you know. And that's my story. You know what I mean, dude? Well, at the end of the day, it was just uh, everybody. Different strokes for different right. folks, man. You, you know what I mean? At the end of the day, man. Now, dude, I want to ask oh, you. Hold on, I can't. Okay. Uh oh, we can cut this part out. So, don't don't trip. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sorry, my headphones died real quick. No worries. Like no super, worries. Some super woke stuff. Can you hear us now? <laughs> yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me now? <laughs> Hell yeah, man. So, dude, that, first of all, that's awesome, man. I I love just like the personal story, and thank you for sharing all that, man. So let's get a little bit back to you know, like your art and stuff, man. Now mm -hmm. you you know you you. Join the podcast and you greet everyone. What's up, lunch bags, man? I love that you do that, man. When did that start? When did you start developing uh, the lunch bag character, I guess you would say? All right. So it was like uh, 2020. I just got laid off, right? And, you know, I was telling my girlfriend at the time, and I was like, uh, I'm, I'm going to do, do something. You know, I'm going to go back out there. I'm going to, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be a street artist again. I was like, I'm going to be a street artist again. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I went out and I started painting the bears for a little bit. You know, I started painting them around Koreatown for a little bit. And then like COVID hit. <laughs> you know, it's lockdown, lockdown. Uh, you know? Did you have to homeschool, bro? What's that? Homeschooling. Did, did I do homeschooling? For With the kids. kids? Oh, well, yeah, there's Zoom class. There's Zoom schooling right now. There's Zoom. Oh, yeah. yeah. It must be tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, yeah, uh, man, so, so you started painting in Koreatown, man. I'm guessing, like, uh, you know, you started hitting the streets, like, uh, yeah, with some of the some bears love. like this, right? Here's yeah, one of the bears in Cape Town, love. right? Yes. Oh, yeah, man. How many likes does that have? How many likes does that have? Uh, I, you know, Instagram highs like. like these days. <laughs> <Or> like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, uh, let's see here. It doesn't show you the amount of likes, but there's a quite I'll a few. Find one with more likes. Find one with more likes. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm playing. Um, but yeah, so, and then and then I just remembered. I was like, so you know, full caveat. I'm I'm in Joshua Tree, you know, and uh, I, I I do LSD. I take a tab of LSD. Sue right? me, sue me, okay. And basically, my life changed. My life changed. My, my was that whole... your first time frying? But it was like the best time, and okay. uh, I, I had a whole epiphany, self-realization, and swinging nice. in the hammock, 
you know what I'm saying? Just like, boom, you know, I felt like there was this cork in the middle of my head, it just like popped open. And then it's just like all of this stuff, you know, just like getting just loose, you know, everything was just pouring out. I get it now. I get it now. So, you know, I just start, you know, this whole lunch bag thing. And wh what it was to me was just have fun with it. Just things. And when you make things, they will come. You know, if you paint it, they will come. Mm. You know, and yeah, 2020 was really, it was a tough time because, you know, you know, going through a lot of shit, like, you know, uh, didn't have a job. I was just doing freelance stuff. Uh, you know, I came up with a lunch bag and, you know, it, it just made complete sense to me, actually, because, uh, fiance when she when she gave me her uh disney plus password oh that's when i was like oh we're we're yeah we're tight this was a while ago um and then so i i named my character whatever my uh, my profile philish right just just philish philip philish whatever and then for some reason just like lunch bag came from that so like philish lunch bag and then the story of lunch bag is when I was in high school, right? I'm in gym, I'm in the locker room. You know, there's the locker and then there's the office where all the, the coaches are, the PE teachers. And then, so somebody comes in, brings a note. I'm like changing, bring a note. And then the, you got the most like grizzled, like tenured fucking PE teacher, like smokers fucking like cough and everything. You know, he pulls up the note to his face and he's like, I got a, got a note here for a Philip. Uh, my, my last name is Lumbang, right? L-U-M-B-A-N-G. He's like, Philip, uh, Philip Lunchbag. <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, that, that's me. <laughs> Philip Lunchbag. <laughs> Philip Lunchbag. And then so... It, it was crazy because like I, I always had that story, but then I never like did anything with it, you know, and wow. then it just made so much sense. And then I'm like, you know, the lunch bag is just such a universal <laughs> fucking like icon. I don't know. And yeah, yeah, it absolutely like, is. Like, you know, maybe there's it probably has more legs, haha, you know, than, than the bear. You know what I mean? It's, <laughs> can do a lot of things you can make a lot of things into a lunch bag and put faces onto shit and well you know whatever and like that's kind of uh or you can combine the bear Dude, and i was the just gonna bag. say man even make a uh, an outfit out of it because that was one of the pictures i saw when i was uh, going through this instagram i love it man yeah texture do you see the texture yeah hell yeah dude man this is uh high quality stuff man oh yeah. yeah wow but you know what here's nice. the thing man i i i i thought it was super cool man because I, when i was a kid i would draw on shit too it's class and sometimes you know if you're on a field trip dude if i wasn't like drawing that, i was getting in trouble <laughs> right right but sometimes yeah. you know if, you, if you're on a field trip or something like that you had to ride that school bus for a really long time and then you know you didn't have anything to draw on the bus man and I would draw my lunch bag sometimes, man. So, like, when I saw that, I was just like, dude, this is, like, such a cool, unique, like, universal image, like you said, man. It resonates, and right? It resonates. I don't know. And this, just the whole name, Phyllis Lunch Bag, it just, like, rolls off the tongue, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I never even had a name for the bear. Yeah, man. You know? It's like, I never had, it, it was never really anything to me, you know? It was, it was just, like, I, I made, like, fucking $3,000 and, like... 30 minutes and i was like holy shit this is what i want to do <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like that was literally this, all it was that was literally the part of the bear that was this it. Is a litmus you know and like along the way i just start realizing what really matters to me you know i grew up in a small town like yeah i got the big la city dreams and shit but like i mean i like la you know for for the people you not necessarily like art people but just like the people i've met you know like the locals you know my there are there are some good people here yeah so, man and like not that many but there are some good people here. i mean and, i would say the culture and you know the food and all that stuff and uh, i i enjoy la a lot and i just i want to stay and man I, I don't know i just 
I just want to be here. Hell yeah, and, man. And make the art, make the things. Well, you're you know, recently just, uh, you're recently engaged, right? Or yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. So that's uh, it. you know, congratulations to you, man, on that, man. Look at this nice little uh, beautiful rock there, man. So oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Woo, beautiful. <laughs> yeah, man. We yeah, got yeah. Congratulations, well done, man. man. Hell yeah, man. And uh, you know, well like done. I said, there's there's you and your lady, man. Hell yeah. And she's Filipino yeah. as well, too. You said though, right? Hey, West Coast, West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing, man. I'm not Filipino. I'm Chinese, man. But I grew up around a lot of fucking Filipinos, man. And, uh, you know, like you know, I said, I'd be eating my, my junk. My mom got a place in Walnut right there by the golf course. <laughs> oh, shit. That's right. I, that's where I stay, man. Around, well, I stay in Brea, so that's, that's kind of oh, close, okay. man. Well, dude, okay. So it's, it's coming up on an hour already, actually. So real quick, before we actually uh, – uh, I want to talk a little bit about Transformers, man. Okay, because you got a whole, you got way too many Transformers behind you to like for us to not talk about Transformers, man. Now, uh, was you know obviously was the cartoon your Hold first? On. Go ahead. What's the most valuable piece you've got behind you there? Oh, um, I mean, I guess I would say maybe this guy right here. Just, just like in terms of like hype and value. So, th this is War for Cybertron, uh, Decepticon, Phantom Strike Squadron comes with uh, Skywarp, Pterodactyl, and Shroot. So, the thing about this is that it it was an Amazon exclusive, and people love Skywarp. And on top of that, War for Cybertron Siege, it it, it was probably is probably like a masterclass in Transformers. You know what I'm saying? So this set originally went for maybe $49.99, Amazon Prime exclusive. When was that approximately? Like what year? Like a year ago. Okay. You want this inbox mint? You're paying upwards to like 500 bucks. What? Damn. For this guy. This is the- uh... I knocked some shit over here. What? <laughs> this is the same toy though, right? No, that, that's different. You it's got a different one? The, uh, War for I can tell the difference just that quickly. Holy shit. <laughs> the dude didn't even look at it half a second. He's like, no, that's not it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, and like, yeah, I lost some pieces to it. Whatever, dude. You know, like that's, like this is. This dude, is that's it. awesome, man. This is it. Wow. Is Warp, you know, and then the thing about this character, too, is he's a trio. He, it's like Skywarp. Starscream and Thundercracker. So you need to get the whole set, right? And if you don't get the whole set, then then you lost. So that what they do, what they do is they break up the sets, right? Mm. So Starscream and Thundercracker, they're retail, they're not exclusive for anything. But then they break this guy up. He's you can't find him retail. You have to have Amazon Prime. You have to get it through Amazon. Oh wow! Okay, okay. You know, well, shout out for him. That's where the hype builds up, dude. Plug for Amazon. Man, man, so so, do you remember your first Transformers toy though, man? Back in the day. Yeah, I I, I really do. I really do. Uh, yeah, which one is that one? Show us off the shelf, man. No way! You still got I, it. I, I don't think he's he's on here. Okay. Um, he's a Terracon. It was a Decepticon. His name is Hunger, right? It's the original like 1986 mold. And I, I just remember he turned into like, you know, a double-headed lizard um, dragon. And it was just like the coolest fucking thing. And he had like wow. the visor and everything. And it was just like super cool. And I took that thing with me everywhere. And like my cousin had Transformers. And like, I remember I would like cry because they wouldn't let me play with their Transformers. <laughs> and then, you know, I just... Selfish bastards. And, and I love the puzzle aspect of it. You know what I mean? Because it's it's literally two things in one, sometimes three things in one. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, like it, it could turn into a car, it could turn into a robot. Uh, Was this the one that you you remember from? Well, the that's kid? the reissue of oh, the one dude, I have. The master man, dude, this guy knows it. Everything was up. Man, okay. the dude that you look at half a second, he's like, nope, that's not it. You know, um, and so this is like that's a reissue of like the you know the 1986 original Soundwave. Wow, that one's cool. Comic Con like ten years ago. So who's wow. your favorite? It's a reissue. When you watched uh, Trans, would you okay? First of all, when you watched Transformers as a kid, first of all, you watched the cartoons, right? Yes. Okay, so did you have like a a favorite Decepticon or a Transformer that? Oh, yeah, Starscream for sure. Starscream. Starscream. Yeah. 
You know, I got like a lot of iterations of him. You know, like here's the War for Cybertron, Star Screen. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. uh, here's the Michael Bay, Shia LaBeouf, Star Scream. Wow. This turns into Holy a jet, cow. right? Yeah, this turns into a jet, man. It turns what? into a jet, bro. It yes. Does. It does. So, so let me, I, I kind of mistaken those at the beginning for Gundam stuff, man. I was just wondering, like, did you ever veer off into like, you know, any of the other kind of stuff? Oh, you have two, one, one, that, one that's a jet. I like that. Yeah, so this is, wow. this is the, um, you know, Transformers uh, uh, Deluxe class. Amazing, so, man. Hell this, yeah. This is the one. And then I got, I got the whole squad here. You know, I got, I got all of them. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean. Nice. I love, I love me some Transformers. What were you going <laughs> to say? I was saying, what about the movies, man? When the movies came out, were they like satisfying you enough when the Michael Bay stuff came out or, you know? Um, I mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with the Bay movies. Okay. The, the Bay movies definitely like revitalized the franchise, mm. right? And, you know, without the Bay movies, you wouldn't have, you know, War for Cybertron, I, mm. I believe. So... And they, they have the studio series figures that are really good. I mean, you know, they're, wow. they're Jeez, really the articulated, crazy. Too, you know, and, and it transforms into everything. You know, it's like you can just like pull, you can start pulling stuff apart. You know, and oh, just, I can't uh, imagine what they must have gone through with the tooling, dude, making the all the molds and everything. Oh, man, there's, there's so many, so many That's things psychotic. that have to happen to make this happen. You know, the distribution, and, you know, all, all, all that stuff. You know, and I love the artwork. You know, on the uh, on the boxes. On the boxes, man. yeah, that's you know amazing. What I'm and just, like, look at the box, right? Like, yeah. clean, bro, clean. So, See, so you're not, you're not like a. Come on, bro. So you're not. <laughs> so you're not collecting Funko nice. toys or anything, though, right? No, nothing like that, right? Uh, nah, I'm not. I gotta stick. I gotta stick to my lane, bro. Hell yeah, hell yeah. I like I that, like man. You know, I, I like I used to do Gundams, like um, make the Gundam kits, like the Master Grays, and paint them up and shit like that. Very mm -hmm. time-consuming, satisfying, but this is this is it for me, man. This is it for me. Hell yeah, nice. man! I want to show you this. Dude, guy. thanks for showing us. Yeah, show oh, us what another you got? one. Where's he going? I want to show you. This is this is the biggest one I own. I'll show you. Oh shit! Things are Whoa! <laughs> Shit, dude! This is it. This is wow. that's about like uh, foot and a half. Yeah, something like that. Like How 20, much does 20, that 20? thing go for? Uh, one sixty. Oh shit! Retail, that's... and then you can find this now that they don't sell this shit no more. It's like three hundred. Mm. Wow. Mm. There's, like, there's like you know it's kind of like trading cards and all that shit. There's like a huge yeah. resale. Like people, there's bots. People buy shit out you know so there's like, drops right like me can't get this shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> they do transformer drops sometimes hasbro <laughs> like man trust me yeah when, when there's like a new like wave or some shit drops or like a hot character that people have been like trying to get for a, a while like like sold out easily just like nike's yeah. man just like dunks bro it sucks <laughs> and, and it's an easier game to get into dunks because the price points are way easier, right? Like a deluxe is like $19.99, Voyager $29.99, Leader Class $49.99, you know, uh, the, the Commander Class uh, $79.99, Titan Class $160. Come on, it's like real low barrier of entry to start getting in and collecting. Mm. And like that's that's what's super fun like i have all the characters that i want right now oh that's you know awesome i mean nice. like i like literally do you have more than what's on but the shelves behind you Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was about to say i'm pretty sure this dude has way more <laughs> i have a lot of i have a lot of loose transformers in storage I've, i have about like three big ass bins of loose transformers in storage and cool. i have like another shelf right here I have more Transformers. So, you know, one last thing too, nice. man. Talking about toys, you love toys, man. And you kind of created your own toy, right? So, I mean, this is kind of from the lunch bag character, right? Oh, yeah. That was uh, with the Stranger Cat toys. That was uh, an art show, a group show that I was a part of. 
and yeah we just had these cause toys and we sculpted our own rendition of it and that's like a, a epoxy sculpt right there and yeah just painting you see this is me having fun you know yeah it's awesome nice. because yeah, like i said i noticed that it was kind of like, like a a, co a little bit of a cause uh yeah, yeah I was just gonna say that. Companion. Yeah, yeah I, so, I ripped it apart, cut it up. You know, it's awesome. Put the, man. Put the 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 bag pants on him. <laughs> the I love the faces it, man. on everything. You yeah, see I love, the thumbs love on his it. crotch. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man, dude! I love the creativity. Like, I love when people yeah. can remix uh, all like classic stuff like cause into their own style, man. So yeah, yeah, you know, cool just stuff, out here man. having fun. That piece sold, so it's like you know, I'm I'm out here. I'm selling pieces again. You know, I'm not like full bore like I used to be. I mean, that's a young man's game, you know. Like, uh, what's the I, what's the best way for people pick to get in touch up, with I have you? to go, Ugh, you know. <laughs> Phil, what is uh? What's the best way for people to get in touch with you to uh, to purchase? You have a website or your Instagram? What do you? What's, uh, uh, I do have a website. It's uh, phyllishlunchbag dot com. Now, because I don't have anything on it. Uh, well, so you got some prints on there. You got some prints on there right now, right? If a little. Do some, I? Do I? I? I see some prints on here. Some of the bear and. Uh, um, I, I love this little uh, the them. Oh, there version. you go. Yeah, so there those are open edition print on demand. Yeah, super so you cool. Go, man. go ahead, and get get those guys. You know, hell yeah, nice, man. Nice low barrier of entry. Those aren't signed. I'm sorry. You know what I mean. <laughs> what if they want to like uh, uh, you know hit you up personally? I mean, drop your Instagram for us, man, so they oh, can. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's a Phyllis at Phyllis Lunchbag. Right? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm almost at 1,300 followers. So oh, dude, well, I think you'll get a few new followers after this uh, after this <laughs> podcast, man. Go and give them a follow, man. Dude, it was awesome time kicking it with you today. Oh Lord. yeah, man! Goodbye, fast, fun, man. man. And you know what? You're you're okay. out in LA, man. Next time, we're, you know, we'll have an event, man. We would love for you to come out, man. And like, you know, if you have time, we know you. You know, you're you're busy. Yeah, you know, got the kid. Oh gosh, it's so. You know, after this, I gotta go. Uh, I got freelance to do. I gotta work. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, dude, we don't want to keep you too long, man. But thank you so much for joining us today, Phil, man. We really yes, appreciate all this great talking to you, man. It is man. a great yeah, podcast. You, you guys, great information. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And like I said, we'll oh, send out you. the invite next time. And uh, uh, we have an event. Hopefully you can make it. All right, bro? For sure. You guys are top people. Appreciate Hell yeah, man. You. Thank you so Thanks, much bro. for joining us today. The audience, thank you for hanging out with us today. Follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Love you guys. Take care and peace. Peace. Later. Later. Thanks, Bill. Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.